0: Love Talk Radio Welcome to Be Simply, this is she and I want to thank you for joining us in this moment We are connecting to some of our inner work And the potentiality of what happens when we look in Is something wonderful called uh, self-love And acceptance for who we are in every moment So this evening we're going to talk about overcoming a uh, trauma or suffering, anything that's been appearing in your life, maybe that you know about from this lifetime or others, if you are in the flow and stream of continuation of energy fields, meaning that you um, connect with the idea of reincarnation. So when uh, we carry stuff, when we have trauma, when we've had suffering, these moments are very significant, and they can be so intense that it keeps us from moving forward. And it takes a lot of work on our part to really, one, address what occurred, honestly heal, take the time and space to do that, and then move forward with greater awareness Typically what happens in my own experience of walking through different forms of trauma in this lifetime alone, uh, you become much more wise. However, there are other implications that we'll talk about tonight, meaning that uh, sometimes trust is taken away for a while or could be permanently in one lifetime. So these are all areas where We have the opportunity to work and do our inner work and really uh, become courageous while we move forward. Now, you might ask, why uh, do I want to overcome this trauma or the suffering that I've uh, worn uh, this lifetime or other lifetimes? Because sometimes we uh, become so familiar with that trauma, those stories, that we're not ready to move away from them. It's not that you're going to totally, uh, depart from them, but it also, uh, by letting go, you make space for something new to come in, if that makes sense, and a new evolution of self. So if we stay stuck in the story, the trauma, the 911 moment, then we've, actually keep ourselves from moving forward in the future and that trauma can be so deep so so deep that it can carry from one lifetime to the next and can be generational Uh, tonight I put a link below on the page uh, for Dakota 38 it's about reconciliation and if you have a moment go to that page and scroll down to the bottom and you can watch the entire movie and you'll see uh, as one of the people featured in the film shares how uh, the trauma can be carried from one generation to the next. And so being that we're at the end of Kali Yuga, uh, relative end, 20 or 200 years plus or minus uh, more times around the sun, this is our time because the Kali Yuga by Vedic standards is the age of ignorance an age of darkness where we're not at our highest and best and for those of you that have been doing your inner work and are committed to doing your inner work and coming out of that ignorance and that self-ignorance. And when we pull ourselves out of being ignorant, then we start to shift the reality around us and contribute to our fellow human species, humanity, and the universe in such a beautiful way. So there's no better time than the present right now, carpe diem, to really be doing this inner work and to heal this lineage of trauma and suffering no one's exempt from it we can point fingers all day long however if we take a moment and realize that for as long as this world system's been around that we've all been a part of some form of suffering and probably been on both sides of that suffering game and trauma game And if you take a moment to watch the film Dakota 38, you'll see the truth in that. And it's such a beautiful story that Silas Haggerty was the filmmaker and the Dakotas came together uh, to tell the story and inspire everyone to reconcile, heal, and love and compassion. So why would we want to do this? Well, I've started to talk a little bit about it, but one, so that we can start moving forward and... Um, living is when we are paralyzed by our past traumas, it's hard to trust, as I mentioned. It's hard to fully experience life because we are in a state of uh, just shock, potentially, still, or we're out of shock and we started to come back into reality. However, we're still cautious, and things may never be the same. We may never be able to trust. Uh, again, in this lifetime, and I really encourage you, if you're in this space, um, to take time for yourself and know that at all that time that you might give yourself to heal, look forward, look inward, and slowly take steps forward in the outer world will greatly benefit you um, now in this lifetime and in future uh, iterations of your energy forms. In addition, if you take that time to do the healing and uh, move forward beyond the suffering, you'll have less, less baggage, metaphorical baggage to carry in this lifetime and in future lifetimes. Speaking from my own experience, uh, very connected to uh, impermanence and the cycle of life and continuing on as is taught in Ayurvedic, yogic, and Chinese medicine and many other uh, different cultures around the planet that uh, i've carried definitely trauma from one life to the next and that sets you up imagine if you're fearful going into the forest all the animal kingdom is alerted because they can feel and sense your fear if you don't have trust it's hard to get to a deeper level of a relationship with uh, in a deeper level in a relationship with another person because you're always hesitating you're worried that the same thing's going to happen to you that happened before. Your mind goes to the the negative perspective versus the positive perspective. And then, uh, in extreme cases, um, as mentioned, if you watch Dakota Thirty Eight uh, addressing your suffering on a daily basis or your trauma on a daily basis, might be required not to. Pr- perpetuate the situation however to really encourage yourself to move beyond it to no longer carry that suffering and let it spill into all aspects of your life and say wow this is my stuff you know i'm going to do my best to authentically move forward and uh potentially own uh, our reactions in certain situations because they're triggered by that trauma you see this in cases of war when people come back. They have post-traumatic stress disorder, and they get triggered by sounds, and all of a sudden they're in that fight-or-flight mode again. It's bringing back the trauma. I had an incident several years ago uh, when I was hearing something on the streets of San Francisco, and it was a woman that was being attacked and it brought me back to my own rape. I didn't realize that I could be triggered that way and be put back into a fetal position in that fight or flight and immobilized. So this trauma is a very uh, deep embedded frequency that stays within us until we're ready to release the layers and it can take time in the example of myself being uh, raped as a teen and then here is a grown woman still having in-beds even though I've done a lot, a lot of inner work along the way. Um, you know, you can only do what you're ready to do and to honor that, to take the time, to take the space and step by step you will be ready to release different aspects of that suffering and eventually it will be completely gone. So what we're going to do right now is um, a couple of things. Ask you the question, are you ready? Uh, this is one of the most powerful ways that you can give back to humanity is by taking the time to own what has happened to you and to do the inner work so you can release it. You can sit with that question. You don't have to answer it right now. What I do want to do is give a shout-out uh been working with blog talk radio they're having some new ways to support the sponsors and this show today is sponsored by audible.com you can go on there right now and get a free trial and a free audiobook and if you're interested in bare naked bliss because i did do an audiobook you can actually get it for free so that's exciting just click on that link below and you can check it out and see what occurs also a beautiful way for you to support and celebrate creation from literature to music to art, uh, all those things that are included uh, in the audio book, uh, you you may not see everything uh, but you might be inspired then to actually get a physical hard copy of something that really speaks to you then from there, we're going to let you contemplate that question, are you ready to let go of a little suffering, are you ready to uh, as Taylor Swift says, shake it off. I'm ready. I'm always ready to shake a little bit more off and move a little. We are going to listen to City and Color, and this is called the Grand Optimist. This is what is needed, optimism, when we come out of that trauma, that suffering. We uh, need the optimism to move forward. Uh, allow yourself just to sit back and contemplate the question, are you ready to let go of a little bit more suffering or trauma. And even though you may not know how to do that, um, simply by claiming it and saying you're ready uh, will provide an opening, a doorway, and oftentimes the universe will take care of the rest. After we listen to the song, we'll come back and talk about how
1: Complications due to things that I've left undone That all my debts will be left unpaid Feel like a cripple with a cane I'm like a jackal of all trades Who's a master of none I am the world's poor path men. You give him burdensome time, and he will escape unscathed. Gain no strength from counting the beads on a rosary. And now the wound has begun to turn. I know the lesson that has gone unlearned. But this is not a cry for pity or for sympathy.
0: Found. Oh, so it's a choice uh, how you want to be. Do you want to jump in as an optimist or a pessimist during this process? I completely have compassion for each and every one of us that has walked through intense trauma, especially in this lifetime. It's not easy to shake, and sometimes. We want to just make everything go back to "quote unquote" normal. However, uh, as a good friend of mine said, that we can all hope that that uh, hmm, that moment, that life-altering moment or moments, will bring something greater to us. Meaning, assisting us to being a better person. Assisting us to see the world differently and utilize it as a gift versus a tragedy. So, as mentioned earlier, uh, these inbeds of trauma. It takes time. Uh, there are many. Modalities that can assist to uh, move those along. And if you will feel free to email me if you have questions or you'd like suggestions at suzannetoro at gmail.com. In addition, you can type them on the chat board right now if you're listening live or you can just reach out when you are connecting with this segment and feel free to ask questions, uh, ask for support, and... Sometimes it takes a team, and I'm definitely here for you uh, in any way that I can show up where it'll meet your needs and serve. So the question is, um, one, are you willing to uh, start doing that work? Are you ready to move to the next step through the process? I think it's important to point out if you've just come out of trauma or if you're still in trauma, meaning that you're in shock, your fight or flight. Uh, you haven't come out of what I call the ICU stage. It's really important that you have a team around you of one or two people that really support you. Uh, you might need some additional professional help, uh, both depending on what the situation is, and to make sure that you have those resources available to you. And if you're not sure what you need, again, reach out. We can figure it out um, and put together a game plan. Then uh, after you've moved out of that phase, and you'll know because the veil lift and reality starts to kind of resemble a little bit of what you once knew, You're but you start to be like, wow, I'm I'm starting to engage in reality. And so that's where I'm addressing this segment from, is that those veils have lifted. You're ready to engage in life a little bit more similar to how it felt before the trauma occurred, And you know things are different, but you're ready. And you're ready to do some additional healing because ultimately something may come up. And every relationship you might be having from this point forward is going to be impacted by that life-altering or life-altering moments. So how are you going to get there? How are we going to get there? Well, first of all, is that agreement. Agree to yourself to do the work, not to... Say yes, and then back away. Say yes, and then back away. And this is where it takes uh, discipline. It takes discipline to not rely on unhealthy habits, to uh, rely on unhealthy relationships, uh, to rely on uh, an unhealthy mind, and say, yes, I'm ready to do the work. I'm ready to face what's going on, I've pushed it aside long enough and I'm ready to really look at it. It's really easy for us, especially in our modern post-industrial capitalist society, uh, to pigeonhole things or put them away, compartmentalize them so we don't have to look at them, sweep it under the rug. Uh, We won't talk about that and then it goes away. It doesn't quite work that way. The energy is there needs to be liberated, otherwise it can't be addressed. So first is that agreement. Number two is to establish a daily practice, something that's going to create that discipline. So rather than drinking a bottle of wine every night, numb yourself out, you might say, "Oh, during the time that I drink that wine, I'm going to meditate, or I'm going to go take a yoga class, or I'm going to go play basketball with my buddies, Or I'm going to go for a long walk, whatever it might be, but you're going to substitute maybe uh, the numbing or the pessimistic choice uh, for something that's positive that will enrich your life, that will give you um, some support and structure is oftentimes very helpful to have a little bit of structure as you're getting back into the world, back into the reality, because you at least know, oh, I had that safe zone of depression to go to, but now I have this yoga class to go to, or now I have this ballet class to go to, or I'm going to go to the racetrack, or I'm going to uh, run a few miles, whatever it might be, but you're hearing me, I'm talking about physical activity, moving, getting out in the world, but knowing that you have that consistent place to go. And when you establish that daily practice, be easy with yourself. If you don't show up every day, that's okay. Uh, Just be easy with yourself and know that, you know, it's step by step, one foot in the other. And especially if you're coming out of a sedentary phase or many years sedentary phase that it can take time and just to be gentle say oh wow i went out and i hiked and i i ran and i swam but you know don't worry about it reflecting if you were an athlete reflecting your regime that you used to do way long ago uh the next step will be is to forgive yourself and others and to cultivate compassion so when trauma happens no matter what the story is There's a process of forgiveness for ourselves, others, and to start to cultivate compassion for the set and setting that took you there. If we spend too much time in the story, too much time in the drama, uh, we're not going to get to forgiving ourselves. We're not going to get to forgiving others. And this happens all the time. In illness, there's still people to to forgive. There's still yourself to forgive because oftentimes we second-guess ourselves, we doubt ourselves, there's fear embedded. And the quicker you can let go uh, of those stories, let go of them, and that means let go of speaking about them, engaging them in a way where they are overstimulated by conversation with yourself and others, the less energy you put into them, the less energy that's going to be charged right there. And then it's really important as you're going through this process uh, is to keep living your life. So you may have times to address emotions, but then keep living. Don't let it freeze your entire day. You had that moment in shock in ICU where you were immobilized. but It's really important just to find your way like a river going down the mountain that you're going to flow with it. You're going to stop where you need to and then you're going to keep going. So that's the how you're going to As I mentioned, agree to the work, then establish a daily practice. Just one thing or two things that you really want to integrate into your life that will be your safe place, your place to go to. Uh, Then you're going to show up for this practice, and that means that that's where the discipline comes in. And in addition, you're going to practice forgiveness of self and others. And that will help cultivate the compassion. And forgiveness is just keep meeting it with forgiveness. You may not know what that feels like. You may have never forgiven anyone authentically. But just keep meeting it with forgiveness. I'm sorry. Ooh, I'm sorry. Uh, just so you can liberate it. Gosh, I forgive myself. Wow, do I forgive myself? Uh, let the ego uh, move on in those instances where it's constraining. And then, as I mentioned, to keep living your life. That's the how. Um, The when is the next thing. Like, when do I do this? Well, we've already declared it. If you're listening to this segment and you're inspired and you're ready to declare that you're ready to get moving in your life, letting go of the story, it might be an ancient story, it might be a story that's 50 years old, it might be from 2,000 years ago, it might be from a million years ago, a billion years ago. Who knows? But if you're ready, then... Let's do it. Um, and then the, also the when is uh, to be proactive, meaning that uh, you you prepare for safe harbor. So oftentimes what happens when we've experienced extreme suffering that we almost are expecting it to happen again, or we are expecting it to happen again. Now this is okay. This is very natural, and this gives you the opportunity to be prepared for the future, and that you met the situation already, more than likely the same exact situation is not going to happen again. Statistically, highly unlikely, improbable. However, if it does, then you know, okay, gosh, that's how I met that situation. If I have a similar situation or just any other 911 situation, I didn't do so well there, and this is what I'm going to do next time. Just allow yourself to run through the scenario in your mind's eye. And then let it go. You don't need to dwell on it, but just prepare yourself. It's like a small child. They love to be prepared for a situation, and they can deal with it a lot better, and you will too. And then that also frees yourself up. It's like, oh, if that happens, what's the worst-case scenario? Oh, this is what I'll do. Okay, and then your consciousness is like, oh, okay, I'm comfortable because I know what to do. When I was a lifeguard, we had our drills to practice, and... When we'd have an emergency situation, we could just spontaneously show up and knew what to do. And then we'd keep practicing and really even practice off the wall things. So this is how you can um, prepare for the when <laughs> and the when of starting to take start to take action now. So it's really that simple: is one, create a proactive plan, so you ease your mind from going to that place like, oh, the shoe's going to drop, something bad's going to happen forget that, just prepare if it does, more than likely it won't, and then also just start carpe diem, start with the practice that we talked about before, start with the hows, and then you're covered, your bases are covered, you're a little bit wiser certainly from what you've walked through, you have a lot of knowledge from what you've walked through, so that way you can also be of service to others during this process. What we're going to do right now is I just want you to digest everything I've talked about thus far and we're going to listen to a little bit of Shaman's Dream called Breathing Out. And I would like you just to take this moment. Uh it's a five minute segment just to breathe in and out of the heart centered. Really digest what I'm saying. Are you ready to let go of your trauma? Are you ready to move forward? And If you are, uh, just that commitment to self is really beautiful and really saying, yes, I am. And if you know you've done some inner work, you've let go of some trauma, just even commit to yourself, gosh, I'm ready to let go of the next layer. These wounds collectively run deep, so each one of us takes a little bit of responsibility. This is one of the greatest acts of compassion and love that you can do for yourself and our fellow human species. When we show up and honor our practice and looking in, uh, we will create a ripple effect where we're kinder uh, to one another, and it's a really, really beautiful process. So when we get back after this segment, we're going to listen to uh, a little bit of what the results are, a recap, and then we'll move into the next. Take a gentle breath, breathing in and out of the heart center, connecting to that which you cling to, connecting to the stories that no longer serve, Imagine in your mind's eye, just releasing them into the river. You may have to do this over and over again until they're completely gone, but just imagine in this moment and follow the heart breath in and out as you listen to this song, Breathing Out. gently breathing in and out and coming back to here and as you do uh allowing yourself just to connect to that question and i want to really uh share that you know it's so interesting because uh trauma is such a fascinating uh topic in the sense that you know one minute we could feel fine The next minute, it's resurrected. Next minute, someone comes up and triggers us. And this is where transparency and authenticity need to be, that if you do choose to watch the movie I connect you to Dakota 38, you'll see how the gentlemen talk about when the post-traumatic stress disorder comes in. And you can take the space to work on this And take the responsibility, knowing that it's there, that you can be transparent with others and letting them know that you're being triggered, you're having some emotion, and you'll be so amazed at the compassion. And really what happens is you start to welcome in transparent relationships that are ready and willing and equipped with a full heart to show up for you Uh, when we tend to... Uh, placate ourselves with other habits, meaning habits that don't serve, whether they're addictions or harmful uh, habits in our own mind or our own uh, reality. These will keep us from really attracting the people or being with the people that will be the most beneficial to our journey to move forward. So what is the result of all this and as i mentioned in the beginning i was starting to allude to that was that there is a sense of peace that occurs as you start to feel empowered to understand how your trauma arrived and that you're strong enough to persevere and you're patient enough to persevere that you will feel empowered and start to know that you can make it through anything I know that the the suffering and trauma I have walked through, that I do know that I can get through almost anything, really. I think anything, uh, and that I also can be of great service to others because I have a lot of compassion for what happens when you go through this process, and it takes time. So the peace occurs, then a lot of self-love, because... In that forgiveness process, you start to really be like, wow, I can give thanks for myself, I can forgive myself, and as I move forward and if I make mistakes, I have a lot more capacity to be honest and authentic with myself, and that's why it's so important as you step out into the world to let others know. They may not know, and they just show up how they're used to, and um Again, they may not be able or in a place to have compassion or patience for what you've been going through, and that's okay, but at least if you are honest and authentic, then you know uh, where you're better to spend your time versus other areas, so it can be the most supportive to you. Uh, So that peace, that self-love arrives, and then the happiness arrives, and that feels really good to have that return and really authentic for it to return and do we start to surrender that it's okay to be happy again it's okay to feel happiness it's okay to trust it's okay to start living again and hopefully within that practice and that flow that you've taken the time to do so that you've taken the time to um, keep living trying life uh, creating new communities of friends and sanghas to support you on your new journey, whatever it might be. And ultimately, you become a better person. Compassion is cultivated. And as I mentioned in the beginning of this segment, this is your opportunity to be of service to others because you've walked through your dark night or many dark nights and that you're ready to take responsibility and potentially help others. So, as mentioned, if you're ready to overcome this thing that might have seemed impossible, uh, first of all, all you have to do is say yes, and realizing that what will happen is that you're going to feel peace, love, happiness. It's going to deepen as you continue on and are patient with yourself and persevere with yourself and are patient with others and have compassion for others. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to sign out with a little Yeshe. Uh, We did this last night, and this is peace of mind. Uh, Yeshe is an amazing artist out of Byron's Bay in Australia. I had the pleasure of interviewing him, gosh, probably a year and a half ago. And he's had the opportunity to travel the world and meet many different indigenous tribes. And when he and I were talking, he mentioned how, you know, it's all the same. And really it is, you know, suffering and trauma, love and compassion, it's all the same and ultimately we all want the same thing. The only way we can truly get there, there's not one magic recipe, is to own what is not at ease within each one of us and each day make a commitment to self to do a little better. And if we start to do that, I think we might be surprised at what's possible here on planet Earth. Until next time, this is she signing out with a full heart, a deep bow, a soft gaze, and a namaste. Be simply.